0: Hello and welcome, welcome to the Earthsea Love Podcast. This podcast is for and about women of colour and our relationship with nature, hosted by me, Sheree Mack. The Earthsea Love Podcast is committed to exploring the experiences of women of colour with Mother Nature. We want to provide spaces where the hidden voices in their environmental and conservation conversations can explore their relationship with the natural world. Inspired by our time spent outdoors we amplify the voices of women of colour. Our stories our conversations, interviews, photography, writing, and artwork. We'll be exploring our legacies, histories, and memories, which have had an influence and effect upon how we perceive ourselves within the natural world and within the environmental and climate justice movements. Welcome. To the Earth Sea Love Podcast. The Earthsea Love Podcast has been made possible by the funding from National Lottery Heritage Fund. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Earthsea Love Podcast. And it is summer. The lazy days of summer. And I've been watching the Olympics in Tokyo. But um, I can't help but think about the bigger issues of The Olympics being on in Tokyo, the sweltering heat that is there and and how typhoon warnings, high winds and heavy rainfall is also expected to reach landfall in North Tokyo. This is just another weather system that we on earth are having to contend with. As we've had the monsoons in India, death numbers are rising. We've got Sardinia has been hit with um, wildfires, so it's, and that's just, you know, Italy, so there's heavy rains that are flooded out London. And we've got those extreme weather conditions that is punishing the usa if it's not those heat domes over the midwest and parts of the east then there's heavy thunder and rain in the southwest which is already experiencing drought we've got flash floods and then we've got the the largest wildfires that are happening the bootleg fire in oregon And also we've got the Dixie Fire in California. We've got the Pacific Northwest, which has been scored. It just really, you know, brings it all home. Or should we say, mostly brings it all home to the global north now about the climate crisis. And this is all happening. These weather systems, these weather disasters, natural disasters that are happening around the world are a result of human actions, exploitations. I'm just hoping that people are paying attention now. I mean, as as we've said on a number of occasions within our episodes, the global south has been experiencing these extreme weather conditions for decades. The global north is feeling it. I'm hoping that this means that we can all start working together, listening to each other, to bring about some kind of change, to get to that zero carbon emissions, cleaning up our oceans. I mean, they do say, you know, we're past the tipping point now, but I'm just thinking, not my lifetime, my children's and their children's lifetime that we have been, we have had the time to do something, and you know, we've got to keep hope that we still have some time to make the conditions for those who come after us better. Why I'm talking about this is because this episode is with the lovely Grace Hull from Green Soul Grace, who is all about holistic sustainability. That looks different, from individual to individual I can only look at myself and what am I doing and you know I'm trying to reduce my waste I'm trying to save water Um, and you know I've had these issues about the use of straws (laughs) but it's not right we need to take individual responsibility but we also as we say in this episode we need to join the dots and to come together and see what we can do to put pressure on these big multinational companies which are you know one hand saying oh look we're doing this for their um, the environment we're you know providing uh, you know, reusable bags or something but on the other hand, they're stripping the landscape. They're doing open cast mining, scarring the landscape for for fuels, for stuff we don't really need when we have got the technology to be using nature's power, solar power, wave power. So yeah, so it's a really good a really good conversation that I have with Grace. She's such an inspiration and we touch upon her journey to become more sustainable in her actions but holistically taking in, into account everything that she's doing in her life how she's trying to change the face really of those who are speaking and listening within the environmental movement within the climate justice movement It was really good to edit this back and remind myself of things that we've said in this episode and things that we need to be moving forward with or moving on with. Alright, that's enough of me going on. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. I hope this episode does inspire you to do what you can do to help protect, save, conserve this beautiful world that we live in. lovely to see you
1: really really lovely to see you sherry thank you so much for inviting me to be on the podcast oh no
0: i'm just so (laughs) glad i'm just so glad that you agreed to come on board (laughs) oh it's my pleasure and that's the thing it's so
1: it's so funny and it's so lovely because i i've been collating you know who i would love also to be on my podcast and i've taken a bit of a break just because i wanted to reach out to you and it's just so nice that you know that you reached out as well so it feels very serendipitous
0: yeah man it just makes me feel we're on the same page you yeah know?
1: <laughs> definitely definitely
0: and, and it also makes me feel that we're not alone out there yes, in what absolutely. we are trying to do and what we are doing not trying real, we're doing real. it
1: <laughs> and and we and, and that's the thing we are out there and it's just people don't know I and mean, you know it's not that we have to kind of be there for anybody else's validation but for other people like us yeah. to see us not really bothered about anybody else exactly. but for other people like us to to know that it's very
0: important yeah very yeah. important
1: and yeah
0: I'm, and i'm glad that you you just said that because i mean i'm at that point here you know because mm. I'm, I'm on another social media hiatus and yes. it's resting why am I on there what is it and it's that I think it's that fear factor of thinking like this is the way that people do find out that things are happening and also I have to keep the funders happy that we are
1: oh (laughs) Sherry that how how are you how are you managing to balance that because I go through massive waves of of feeling completely sick of social media and, and really and questioning myself and you know kind of really being like You know, when you put things out there you start to question yourself, you're like, am I doing this for, like, am I doing this really, like, kind of with integrity, like, am I doing this in terms of thinking how I'm going to be received, and then you, you know, you start kind of questioning your content, Mm. and forgetting why you sort of did this in the first place, was just to share, and just to sort of document your journey and things, and I really struggle with it, and I don't, I haven't got to that place yet of using social media, but not sort of getting sucked into,
0: yeah, and I don't, how do you how do you find it? Like, how do you sort of manage it's, that? It's and I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, no, not even God. sure if I'm managing it. That's the mm. thing. It's a yeah. love hate relationship with me, <sighs> and I do I do have to take extended times away because of everything that you've just said there. Why am yeah. I posting? What is the purpose? <clears> throat> and throat> and posting with integrity. And you know, it gets to the point is that you know when I'm picking up the phone to do some to to put it on and I'm thinking, Why why am I doing what's your content here? Have you really got anything to say, Shavit? You You know and then And then (laughs) when you've posted it's going back and saying, Well how many likes? and how many comments, oh, and and I just don't like that about myself because it yeah. does suck you in. And exactly. then I'm looking about these amazing things that happen, and I mean, that's the thing. There's opportunities there, and there's, there's we connected through that, and exactly. you know, through Instagram. There's
1: so many beautiful things that
0: come exactly. from it, but. But there's noise, there's distraction, there's that yeah. comparison trap, and there's also thinking, am I doing enough? Am I enough? Yeah. yeah, am I enough?
1: That imposter syndrome. But yeah. you know what one of I think the biggest things that has like come to me, which I haven't I haven't necessarily had the time to implement just because of, you know, house stuff, but to remember that social media should be the last like the last part of your content creation Mm. in the sense that i have a blog like i have different platforms and that's what i should put my effort into and then you just sort of you know post on social media to say perhaps that you've got something on your blog but it's like this is where i should focus my energy on the creation Mm -hmm. and the creativity and the content creation because like that is what will stand the test of time. And that is what you own. That is what can't be taken away from you. That is what can't be shadow banned. That is what can't be kind of messed up with the algorithms of, you know, bullshit kind of. Things yeah. of likes and stuff. It's like a consistent place that I can post when it's really just coming from my heart. And it's like, mm. and and it was a massive revelation, sort of like a proper epiphany. That I was like, oh, I have a blog, and I've been treating like social media like the blog, and my yes. website is just this like kind of thing that I might occasionally post in. And I was yeah. like, no, yeah. yeah. And I think, and I think because you know there was the era of the blogs, blogs being these, you know, the massive. Things and everybody had a blog, and you got like notifications and stuff. And I guess as as the popularity of social media increased, mm. you then that kind of lessened slightly. But I feel that there might be a turnaround of that. Mm. And I even if there's not, I would like to live like there is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually. Yeah focus my creation and my content creation on my space as opposed to like filtered through where it gets distorted by just the things of like likes and algorithms and hashtags and stuff so that's been like actually a big thing to remember like create for your blog like create for that space you know and and the podcast because it's like no one can take that away from you no one like that's your thing and it's like again that just classic thing of having to kind of balance being part of like Babylon system but like resisting Babylon system it's like oh it's this kind of oh it's (laughs) that
0: dance it's that back and forth isn't it and it is it's almost I mean like all that you've just said there I totally agree with and I'm so glad that you've reminded me because I forget and it is I mean I have been trying to spend more time in my blog and on Patreon which is you know a lovely little community that I've created on there yeah and yeah. the sometimes they do get the short end of the stick because I'm posting on social media and the thing is through writing and creating i go deep, and I learn so much about yeah. myself, yeah. and I've got some really good epiphanies and aha moments on social yeah. media, and I'm thinking, that should have been on the blog, man, yeah. and, yeah, it, and sure. I'm getting it, ass over, tip the wrong way around, <laughs> it should be blog first then exactly. social media, and, and come I- see the blog, that's what I'm telling you to do come exactly. see the blog, and get and your quality and, and it's
1: just, and that's just like a sort of a garnish, I've, it's like yeah. social media should be the garnish of content Gosh. because mm. also I like to think back to times like, obviously we don't live in that world anymore, but you think of like the movement that Marcus Garvey created, this is what, in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. there was no social media, but there mm-hmm. was consistent consistent work and connections and various things that happened. Mm-hmm. And people think that, oh, you can't create those kind of things anymore. And Obviously, social media is an incredible tool that facilitates us to connect mm-hmm. in amazing ways. Mm-hmm. But you can still do it without it. Yeah. You absolutely yeah. can. And I would, for my own sort of sanity and my own integrity, mm-hmm. would much rather focus on the other side more yeah. and know that social media is this garnish yeah. and something that can absolutely be utilized for its best purposes yeah. but structure it in a way that i'm not getting sucked in to like a you know like a bit of a
0: mind mash yeah <laughs> yeah you know and i yeah. think that garnish i'm gonna use that it's a garnish. garnish but what it is it comes what you just said there, it comes down to that speed Thing and that we have to do it immediate, and it's now, yeah. now, now. While yeah. that slower pace Absolutely. is so much. Well, it's what I'm leaning into all this year because it's my yeah. it's my word. You know, it's yeah. what I've learned out of lockdown and I'm taking it with me yes. forevermore. Yeah. And I mean it's not just for this, yeah, it's beyond yeah. going to beyond, but that slower Absolutely. pace. And I think that so feeds into what you're doing. Absolutely. And like, you know, we've been talking about social media. <laughs> it wasn't even on my agenda, but I'm so glad that we got we yeah. got we we talked about that. But it yeah. is, it's like, first of all, it's like, welcome, Chris. Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, as, so but like,
0: to, to ground us situate situators, I usually yeah. ask is like, where are you in the world? And what are you close to nature? Can you see nature from your windows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so currently, I am in my new house in Essex, <laughs> in Chelmsford, and I am looking out the window And I can see some beautiful cherry trees. Mm. And I think there's a magnolia tree and a lovely space of green in front of these flats so I can see lots of nature around me. Mm. And the room might be a little bit echoey just because there's nothing in the house at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very chaotic. But I am very much grounded in nature even through this chaos because there's a lovely garden that we have at the back and a lovely garden that we have at the front mm. so there's just you know the greenery is is around me constantly which is which is wonderful yeah, and yeah. very very
0: soothing in this time <laughs> yeah it's needed and congratulations on um, making a move because that's an, <laughs> it's one of those big life-changing events that oh, that can yeah. suck the energy out of you even though it's exciting Absolutely. and you know you you're moving you know pastures new and all that jazz but it can it can sap your energy changing
1: your bills changing your banks changing all of this stuff and you're like oh my goodness and this is the first time i've sort of done this you know as as an adult doing this with my partner but it's like wow it you know you just want to start thinking about like shelves and cushions and all of this and it's like no it's it's council tax and, and it's like I know, I this know. and that and 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 bin days and recycling which is great but then it's like it's just all of this responsibility but, but it, it, yeah and of, and of course doing it in a time of restricted or limited kind of services mm-hmm. as well
0: because mm-hmm. to i totally get it because i'm mm-hmm. i'm did a move in September Mm -hmm. and there was, it was like in a little window of, some things yeah. being a bit more, open, but I must say I did everything online. I did. Yeah. I didn't even. I hadn't even seen the place I was moving into. I just wow. saw it online and I thought, right, I'm just going for so it. Just something spoke <laughs> to you. And- yeah, and it had to be done for personal Ooh. reasons. It had to be yeah. done. But it was a case of like, I'm gonna go, and you know, it was a case of like, there's that push and that pull. The pushing yeah. was, and, and 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 you know, all around it is that fear factor. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a big move.
1: That, but you know, you know, for all intents and purposes, like you know, you're going to be okay. It's yeah. just, it's just the process of it. And then yeah. when you're on the other side, you're like, oh, <laughs> breathing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. So congratulations on your Thank new place, you. and I wish you luck in in oh. there. I, you know, it sounds like I'm finishing off now. Okay, then. Yes, Bye exactly. for now. <laughs> nice talking. To you. No, so we've got where you are. So let's let's talk about what do you do? I mean, what do you do within your small space? I'm even going to say small space because it could be a small space for you if we're doing comparisons, but I think it's a really impactful space that mm-hmm. you've created there. Oh, thank you. And no, it's a, and it's such a welcome space. So tell everyone oh. who's listening, what do you do? What do I do? What do I do? Well,
1: I, I, I try to, or I do. Let me say not try to because I know it's important to kind of speak with with clarity about these things and no, not yeah, try and minimise. Yeah, but that's what it I, is. Yes. <laughs> well, just to, well, okay, so to start, I heard, um, I don't know if you know the lady, Leah Thomas, who is the, she's starter of intersectional environmentalism and yeah. Green Girl Leah. She's amazing, but I saw something that she posted where she kind of was looking for the word about, perhaps to describe what she does. And she sort of used the word eco-communicator, which I thought was a really, really cool mm. term. And I guess when I then thought about the things that I try to do in my life, it's a lot about communication of of ways, uh, like of how people can live in ways that most benefit and impact themselves positively and the the environment around them. And I mean, you know, if people take inspiration from some of the things I'm sharing, if people then sometimes feel empowered by some of the things that I'm sharing, because I truly believe that everybody has the sort of the, the ability and means to live in ways that are holistically sustainable, Mm. all within their own remits, like all within their own circumstances. And I just try to sort of show an example and show and show, Mm. like share my journey, which is is a journey and there's no right way, there's no, you know, there are, you know, obviously kind of wrong ways, but there's no one particular right way of how to live in a way that's holistically sustainable and to encourage people to know that they can do it at whatever stage of life that they're in you know whatever Mm. circumstance that they're in to make changes or to kind of implement ways of thinking that don't break the bank that don't kind of like make them feel that they have to have a particular aesthetic in order to kind of fit into this particular narrative and i try to do that through my blog you know, as we were sort of talking about, and I need to pay more attention to that and put more back into that. Mm. But through just sharing, you know, tips and tricks or just examples and also just being and kind of just to to be a brown girl out here, just sort of trying to live in a particular way Mm. and to just be like, oh, someone be like, oh, okay, that Mm. person kind of looks like me or that person has a sort of similar cultural background that Mm. I do and, Mm. you know, oh, Mm. like... That, that looks cool, like, I didn't, don't really know or haven't really seen other people kind of doing that that look more like that, like, oh, maybe I can also do this too, and, and yeah, just to sort of show that there's just no one way of living sustainably, you know, quote, unquote. So, so
0: can I yeah. just take a step back? And it is, it's about sustainability in a holistic way, or as you yeah. say, holistic su- sustainability. I could have an understanding of what that means, but what does that mean to you and what you put out in the world, please?
1: Well, I think it's about the thing that is at the core of my, of, of, of my ideas about holistic sustainability is that the conversation has to be rounded and you have to think in a round sense with nuance about the ideas of sustainability and why I like to put holistic On the front of it is because there are a lot of conversations that talk about sustainability and eco-friendly living and various things that are very, very imbalanced, that are very Mm. black and white, Mm. that sort of might focus specifically perhaps on maybe being... You know the type of diet that you might have, and often, and very understandably, and very positively, you know, a vegan diet is is promoted as one of the biggest ways that you can make a positive impact on the climate, and that absolutely is true. But then there's not any conversations necessarily, or not there's not conversations. There are, but in the mainstream, often the conversation isn't extended to the people who perhaps pick all of the plants and the 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 fruit and vegetables Mm -hmm. that you might eat as a vegan. Mm -hmm. You know that. Is is that kind of being done in an ethical way? Like, mm. what are the wages saying? Mm. Like, where are where are the where's the packaging? Is the packaging recyclable? All of these things where. Mm. Again, it basically comes down to the fact that everything that you do has an impact. Everything Mm. that you do has an impact. Nothing is impact-free. So we need to make sure that we're having a conversation about it all, not just the bits that kind of like most look, you know, most sort of like fashionable or most Mm. trendy or kind of things and make Mm. sure that we have a conversation about it all and understand that people's circumstances will dictate what they can do. Mm-hmm. And we have to be judgment free about that and encouraging and, and understanding and also, one person sort of like when when one person oh, what well, I forgot I've forgotten the word, but where you kind of reconcile your your you know your choices mm. because you're like this is the circumstances I have, this is what I can do, this is what I can afford, mm. these are also my tastes, these mm. are whatever are always going to be very different to somebody else's choices that somebody has made. So somebody might be a complete you know local seasonal vegan, but then chooses to shop via Amazon for a lot of their products. And Amazon is incredibly unethical and many, many, many levels, Mm. but you've made that, you know, reconciliation Mm. to yourself and your justification, which is totally your business. But then somebody who might eat local seasonal, you know, meat from like two miles down the road Mm. and very seasonal, but then tries to buy everything locally, independent shops, you know, zero waste, plastic free, has made them sort of like a compromise as well. Like just... Yeah, I think it's just this understanding that we, nothing we do is impact-free, so we Mm -hmm. have to kind of make allowances for the choices that people make and also understand that we can all have an impact with the small choices and the small changes that we make. So to celebrate those and to encourage those and to not stand in judgment and to not stand in, you know, righteousness... And believe that there's just one way to be sustainable because yeah. our diverse cultural, you know, heritage background all inform these things and they should be celebrated and they're wonderful. But it might not look like that other person's version yeah. of sustainability. Yeah. It might not look like this this, you know, a sort of the kind of classic, very beautiful, sort of scandy living linen vibe, which is I love it. Yeah. I love all it love it all, but that doesn't that's not that's just one yeah. you know version of bit. it so yeah yeah
0: and i think i think that's important i mean there's a number of things to pick out there it's mm. like everything that we do as an individual has an impact and it's the individual recognizing that but then yeah. also as you're saying is okay this is what i'm doing but not actually judging other people for what they're doing Are not doing because we don't know their circumstances and about it's about that variety and about seeing those variety of different ways of living or trying to live in better ways for us as a species the plant species and every other species on the planet and the planet itself
1: exactly but
0: but i have i i take responsibility for me yeah Mm -hmm. but i do have an an issue here and we're about one about having these discussions but then also having these discussions about the individuals but then also taking it to the next level and if you think about big business and corporations who who point the finger at the individual and say well you should be doing this Absolutely. while we know behind what they're doing with their other face is exactly. investing in big agricultural stuff that are yeah. b- growing grain that is feeding the cattle who are farting yeah. and pooing all over that is the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. CO2 oh, levels Sherry, you're
1: absolutely right You're abs- and that is also one of the biggest things as well is trying to encourage people to connect the dots and that is absolutely part of the holistic, the holistic idea yeah. is okay. taking the individual actions And multi, you know, magnifying it into Mm. something bigger. Mm. So you might have people who, you know, do amazing stuff in their day-to-day lives in terms of their understanding of their impact and not using plastic bags or reusing or shopping at a zero waste store, doing fantastic things. But that. Has to be magnified into a bigger sort of sense of participation and engagement in the wider Mm. in the wider context Mm. of environmental issues. Mm. And one of the biggest kind of you know scams that this world has done and you know they quote unquote is Mm. to make people feel completely responsible for the environmental and climate crisis that we're in, which is absolute bullshit. And you know, to to, but but we absolutely do have an individual responsibility. So it's about marrying up. You know, I know that if I drop litter on a beach, that That litter is going to go into the ocean and affect sea life. The use of plastic straws is going to affect sea life. All of these yeah. things, absolutely, I have an individual yeah. responsibility for that, and you know many more things. Mm. But then I also mm. know that if then a hundred companies are producing, you know, more or less a hundred companies are producing over seventy percent of climate emission, uh, carbon emissions. Sorry, yeah, yeah. there's a there's a talk that needs to be had on a wider scale. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. And I will not be made to feel responsible for the 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 sins of the of the massive companies, yeah. and made to feel like my choice to perhaps have a takeaway that comes in plastic boxes is causing the mm. you know climate crisis i won't have
0: it Sherry. yeah yeah oh, no
1: I and i'm with you i'm totally with you <laughs> that kind of like guilt and anxiety which is part and part parcel sort of the fear that is generally just mongered in this world with every kind of issue that we're being mm. faced with mm. and this uh, this absolutely i feel on purpose sort of push to make people live in fear and make Mm. people feel paralyzed, make Mm. people feel impotent. It's not by mistake. No. Absolutely, by design. On purpose. And uh-huh. <laughs> absolutely, and I and I refuse to 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 be sucked into that. So I, you know, I'm ever the optimist to know that we can, you know, we can do so much and we can make changes. But it has to be exactly like we're saying from an individual actions magnified. We have mm-hmm. to connect. Yeah. We have to we have to show solidarity. We mm-hmm. have to, you know, hold businesses to account we have to hold governments to account as much as possible and you know social media is fantastic for the sort of the social solidarity and the community solidarity also obviously as we know that there's a slight flip side in the sense that there's a lot of sort of surface connection and not a lot of depth and kind of like follow-up research and kind of like, you know, comprehension and fully reading captions and yes. all this kind of <laughs> yes. stuff. It could be like a flip side of, of social media, but when it works and when it connects and when it sort of pushes things, it's it powerful. is fantastic. Powerful. Fantastic. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. So that for me is the holistic aspect of sustainability, because if somebody who kind of doesn't choose to sort of engage in the wide issues, which basically... You know understanding like holistic sustainability means that you have to understand and engage in intersectional you know intersectional yes. environmentalism intersectional sustainability mm-hmm. intersectional climate issues because mm-hmm. you have to have an understanding that everything is connected, there is no such thing as a single issue, there is yeah. no such thing as saying to somebody or community, you need to use less of this, or you need to do more of this, or you need to live in this particular way, without understanding their socio-economic kind of position, yeah. their, their cultural influences that, you know, that encourage or, you know, dictate that they practice certain things, and I feel that a lot of the environmental movements, the kind of classic mainstream environmental movements, definitely work very unintersectionally, inter- intersectionally, if that's a word. No, not yeah. intersectionally. Yeah, yeah. And and that's and that's why we have a very kind of whitewashed, one dimensional, black and white kind of environmental movement in the mainstream mm-hmm. that doesn't speak for or to many, many, many people. Or uh, even listens. Or listen. Exactly. And it shouldn't even be that there is just one one particular person or group of people speaking. You know? So that that is like That for me is my sort of definition of the holistic, as a holistic element of sustainability. So I try to always remember and incorporate that, and it's hard because sometimes, like we're talking about the social media thing, you sort of want to post something that's just very quaint and nice and like you know some nice jars full of lentils, which I love Mm. and which is lovely, and and but then you're like oh. But then is this too flippant and do I need to sort of talk about like politics or something with it, you know, like, and it's really, I just want to, I haven't, I don't know if I've found the balance yet of that because we also just need, we also need joy and we also need
0: lightness and we need, you know. You just took the words, man, because that's what we're saying about the holistic sustainability but we also have to think about the people within this so like our holistic being is that we're not just our politics or serious or the strive or the struggle yeah. we have joy we have we pleasure have i'm That's all stupid. for leaning into that and also yeah. to be it seen shown because there is an element around black and brown bodies yeah. that it's the spectacle and it's the spectacle that is pain and suffering yes. and it's not just from others that's want to see that but that's what yeah. we also project outwards because we deny ourselves this joy sure, oh as you just so said right. oh you're my gosh so like right. I mean like I am giddy and goofy and silly and yeah. to put that face out there I mean I try but sometimes I think well I'm going to be judged harshly because that's yeah. not what expected of me and also because I am seen as representing the race
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 it, 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 isn't it incredible what your mind goes through and what you're kind of you know the thoughts that go through your head before you you know maybe post something or, mm-hmm. or think and it's like oh my god this is not what it's supposed to be about and mm-hmm. I think maybe that is the flip side of the social media mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. where maybe I wouldn't feel that as much if it was just in my own space you know like on my own blog and kind yeah. of things but there is this expectation from within and without the, the community so mm-hmm. to speak you mm-hmm. know quote unquote that if you aren't constantly talking about the struggles or, mm-hmm. or commenting or you know providing a commentary on the mm-hmm. the awful things that are happening and continue to happen and will mm-hmm. continue you know to happen in the future by all you know by all mm-hmm. intents and purposes of what we see then we're not representing well enough we're not kind of doing the job we've sort of forgotten the struggle and things mm-hmm. and we you know as black and brown people are constantly Mm -hmm. just by existence living in this in this struggle we Mm -hmm. live in it just by being and existing so how we then choose to sort of like engage or live or exist in other ways it's like just totally up to us like we can and it shouldn't there's no kind of binary it shouldn't be either or because we are we're everything we are the joy we are the struggle we are the pain we are the loss we are the kind of grief we are the tragedy because we just are you know but then also you know yeah the happiness and so yeah i think that there is that element where you sometimes feel like if i'm not posting about the serious stuff all the time am i doing a good job am i doing Mm -hmm. my job Mm -hmm. and it's like no actually joy is so needed joy is so important (laughs) you have to
0: keep spreading it because it's bloody hard to find at times in it in it and i and, and i just sometimes share that with color you know just yes. having loads of color within yes. my life on my person is like oh no sherry i love that and it's so important
1: so yeah. important just to see yeah. not you know the struggle narrative exists whether or not we engage it whether or not we engage in it mm. so it's there yeah. it, it exists so mm. actually how about let me just leave that for, you know,
0: for, for yeah, yes. a while and, like... and, and let me take that walk amongst exactly. the blossom get into the sea Feel mm-hmm. the feel the rain, oh, you know. Sherry,
1: the fact that you live near the sea, I'm just so jealous. Where where exactly? What what exact area were you?
0: It's the northeast coast. So the closest city is Newcastle upon Tyne.
1: Ah, uh, yes. So yeah. it's
0: close to the Scottish border. So my oh, county. Crazy. Is northumberland so yes. you know the rolling hills and the uplands and then oh. the beautiful coastal line up to scotland with oh. the north sea and i am actually you know when we're talking about social media and yeah. documenting our journey and that's yeah. what i'm going to be doing i'm going to be walking the coastal path about 62 65 miles in yeah. june to to know more about the land that's on my doorstep because it's usually a case of skip through Northumberland to get to Scotland but I'm thinking because I'm a writer in residence for the region but also because like It's a way to root myself a little bit more here. And that idea that I have been searching for home with my mixed heritage. And, you know, I've come to the conclusion, my home's in my body. And so it's wherever I go. So I want to be like moving my home (laughs) along the coast and getting in the sea. And I just love the idea of just slow walking and just you know, allowing my senses to experience the world around me and share that because that will be joy and pleasure for that, me.
1: And, and that is, I will live vicariously through that. And that is wonderful. <laughs> but it's so funny that you've been thinking of doing that. I'm I'm hoping, I'm kind of in the beginning stages of formulating a plan to do the Southwest Coast path. Oh, from, right. Because my mum's my, my family is from Minehead in Somerset. Mm-hmm which is where the beginning of the coast path starts and then I want to walk all the way around and down to Newquay in Cornwall because that's where my best friend lives and my godchildren. and I thought that would be a beautiful sort of journey to do and to connect with my mum and my mum's sort of heritage because she passed away a few years ago and just to kind of reconnect with that area yeah and but you know and I was initially approaching it thinking like okay well how many miles could I cover in a day how long would it take me to get to Newcastle uh, to, to Newquay sorry mm-hmm. but just hearing what you're saying has sort of already just made me completely re reconfigure and think like, oh, I, stop, whoa, slow down. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, to do it in a slow way and to actually really, really embrace and feel and experience everything around me. Because I haven't necessarily been sort of living slow, so to speak, in that way. Mm. You know, I, even though there's been not like a huge amount kind of going on for me, but then everything has been like super busy with other stuff and it's just all been in like overdrive. Yeah. And actually the opportunity to really slow down and appreciate what's around me, that's already just given me inspiration. So thank you so much, Sherry. That's oh, a lovely oh, lovely idea. That makes yeah. me
0: because it is, we are going against the grain in a lot yeah. of senses of wanting to do things slow. Even if we're thinking about coming out of lockdown now. Yeah. And how people are scrambling and like yeah. it's like Emails, alerts and getting out there and like let's yeah. let's try and catch up for the time that was lost. Yeah. <laughs> like have you not learned anything? Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess people are probably so you know like oh my god if something else happens like let's just try and cram it all in mm-hmm. while you know before like there's another lockdown and i like, get it because people yeah. are just so desperate to yeah. to change but i can't even fathom like going back to the sort of pace of life that no no beforehand. no i no. can't even imagine yeah
0: but the idea but there's not they're not actually allowing anyone to go at a different pace or to actually acknowledge that there'll be anxiety from being within your four walls and seeing people go yeah. to the outside world Absolutely. and crowds and yeah. demands and like, Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: like... I mean, you know, capitalism never sleeps. So everyone's, yes. shop, everyone's just bombarding you. with yeah. just like,
0: come and shop here and come and do yeah. this and come and do yeah. that.
1: And just like, right. oh,
0: just, oh God. Rave. <laughs> Let's go raving. Come on. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I can't, I mean, that my body, my body's like, oh, yes you know like a party but like my mind i'm just like i can't even fathom the idea of me in a, in a club and and you know or even
0: the tube or just anything yeah anything Oh yeah, I yeah. Am just slow and steady that's it yeah yeah
1: absolutely so, absolutely
0: for talking about events and getting out there i yeah. noticed that you did a recent keynote address at london oh. south bank university yeah think, and it was yeah. titled holistic sustainability and climate justice yeah? yeah so i'm i'm wanting to know one is like okay how did you get this gig not disallowing your capabilities or anything like that or what you're bringing to the table but i'm interested in like how this was you know how you got approached to do this how it was received and also you've got climate justice in there climate justice racial justice yeah <laughs> environmental justice you yeah. know justice is just a justice. really exactly. an important word i know there were so many questions <laughs> <laughs> so many
1: questions well, i think so i'll take the first one so i mean as is often sometimes the case it's it's sometimes just being in the right place With somebody you know who sort of knows the right people. I have a very, very, very lovely friend Barbara who was working in the university and not in the same department, but she was friends with the person who was putting on these events and stuff. And they were talking about wanting, trying to find various people who were going to talk about, who could talk about the environment as part of their, as part of this event series. And she just happened to mention my blog and and kind of just forwarded it among various other things that they were looking at and the person then reached out and asked if I was interested because from what I was sort of putting out in the blog they seemed to like what I was saying and thought that it would be a good good fit for the for the event so that was sort of how that happened which was fantastic and what was really lovely is that there was so much flexibility and kind of like space for me to do and create whatever it was. There was no thing of like you need to talk about this. Like you, you know, we want you to talk about this. It was, it was like. What would you like to talk about like what would your thing which in some ways is kind of uh, slightly slightly more scary because there's no guidelines (laughs) and there's no kind of like it's just like oh just whatever it is that you like you're like no tell me tell me what to do (laughs) and uh, so i could kind of basically curate it around exactly what i wanted to talk about and you cannot talk about any environmental issue and not talk about climate justice like you can't talk about that And I I recently integrated on my site with the shop that we plant one tree for every shipment shipped, which is which is really uh, great. I'm really happy to have that integration. And we had to sort of answer a questionnaire about it and stuff. And they said, you know, what does climate change mean to you? And I was like, climate change is climate like means climate justice and justice for people affected by the, you know, the colonization, exploitation and kind of like imperialism that has caused that you know, there is no such thing as like climate, the cl- like climate crisis without understanding what climate justice is. There's a lot of people that are very sort of shocked or not shocked, but like kind of taken aback by that answer to those things because their understanding of climate change has like is so far removed from the issues of climate justice again very much I feel on purpose because no one wants to talk about these things you know their kind of understanding is only just about like oh I'll oh, save water and save the whales and save the polar bear and save the things which is very important yeah but actually doesn't at all talk to the fact that there have been people that have been affected people not just animals people that have been affected by climate you know the changing climate for years mm-hmm. but it's only now that the people who are being affected by the climate issues are more in global north and whose skin is more pale you know that then kind of things are really being being taken into kind of like consideration and it's like oh shit well, it's on our whole... doorsteps
0: now. We'll pay it's attention. on our
1: doorsteps, exactly. And this was the whole thing with the XR, the issues yes. around Extinction Rebellion, where there was the rhetoric about, oh, our house is burning. Or no, so, well, that was then, but it was like Greta Thunberg who's saying, yeah. like, our house is burning. Yeah. And it's like, actually, the, house, the houses metaphorically and literally and physically of black and brown bodies in the global South have been burning for years. Decades. For decades. Decades as a result of the absolute pillaging and exploitation of natural resources Mm -hmm. and the legacies of colonization and Mm -hmm. the industrial revolution and all Mm -hmm. of these things and it's Mm -hmm. been happening so how how dare you only say that now how dare you Mm -hmm. you know and and where the traditional sort of like focus of climate change was on things like the animals you know animals Mm -hmm. in danger so it was again very important but there were still those bodies burning and being affected back then Mm -hmm. still so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like it wasn't people weren't even acknowledged as like it was just it was like the cuddly cuddly polar bears or Mm -hmm. cuddly you know (laughs) kind of thing but you cannot talk about climate climate change issues and not talk about this stuff but there are some people people don't aren't ready for the conversation if they if they don't have like a kind of understanding but also if they don't want to hear that in the same way that people don't want to hear about racism people don't exactly. want to hear about like exactly
0: but the, but the other thing in the other part of the climate justice movement or raising the awareness is also let's be listening to these black and brown bodies who have been on the front line of climate change climate crisis and see what practices and tools and what have they been doing to bring us back into balance with nature because exactly. that is the issue, and it's because we've been raping and pillaging the landscape yeah. and the people along with it. That's yeah. why we're in this situation Absolutely.
1: now, Absolutely. and we're not
0: learning. If we're no. thinking, if we're thinking about the past pandemic, that I'm saying yeah. past, it, we're <laughs> still within it. <laughs> the, the and ongoing. if we think <laughs> about the global south, especially India and what yeah. they're going through now, yeah. and yeah. I, I, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people infected and dying. Yeah. Yeah. But then I hear on the news that Britain has bought up another billion vaccines so we can have boosters in winter. Mm. But then yeah. what about the people who need it now? Yeah, yeah. They need it now. Yeah. And that is not joined up thinking. Because, no. you know, how are you going to have that global economy? How are you going to yeah. get your cheap manufactured goods and well, clothes this is the thing. from <laughs> the South? If well, the, is the if thing. they're dying and they're not being able to be in your sweat if, factories.
1: Exactly. Even if you're not thinking on a on a level of you know, even if you're not thinking on a purely moralistic, compassionate level human, human. Even in a for for an economic, you know, the most the most sort of depraved kind of cynical economic thing, yeah. do you not value these lives exactly for for, for you know your factory your fodder? your factory fodder you know god forbid but that is we know that is, that is that's, the, the that's. system that we live under yeah exactly so it's just like the there is no such thing as the single issue so i mm. can't do justice to myself as a as as a as a brown person out here <laughs> you know to to have a conversation about sustainability and mm. not talk about mm. climate justice not talk about colonization not talk about the, the the history and the reason of why we are here not talk about the whitewashing of the environmental movement mm. because we can we, we just can't the conversation is pointless yes otherwise yes and, and and i and i i can't i can't engage in it i can't engage in it which is again of absolutely kind of circling back to what i was saying before it's like i will have all the conversations in the world about how best to produce plastic in your kitchen and conversations i love i love that get me on jars any day of the week but then we will also have to have the conversation about well what's your understanding of the wider global context of the reason why we need to reduce our plastic like what is what you know let's piece these things together let's connect the dots so so that particular event was wonderful because it really gave me the opportunity to
0: do that Mm. name it what I wanted and, yeah. and be able to yeah. kind of, you know.
1: So what was the
0: response in? back? I mean, like who? I mean, it was a virtual event, but did you see the faces in the room?
1: Well, I mean, I I didn't see the faces, but I saw the chat sort of box and the things, and we mm. had the questions, and the response was really great. Really, as as far as I know, I think the response was was fantastic, mm. and I'm so pleased because the thing is. I mean, I was gonna say when you give people the facts, people can't then really dispute. But there
0: will be people that will dispute. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's yeah. maybe how we operate, but you know, exactly. there's people out there that have got the best. Some,
1: show someone like in the face constant like this <laughs> this is this and this is like the most biggest example of like racism or this, that and the other. People would be like well, you know, I don't really think. I don't really, you know, I just, I don't really see that it was racist. Like, I don't really. Yeah, know, man. Like, oh <laughs> so obviously, you can show people all the facts, and people still chat shit. But no, but people <laughs> seem to be really, really, really responsive. And I feel like I got a lot of good feedback, and I've made some really amazing connections through it. Mm. Somebody then who had uh, attended asked me to do another event, which was at LSBU as well. That was the online cookalong, which was so fun and again also allowed for a conversation to have like about like veganism and you know kind of like <laughs> wider conversation yeah which was really good and really fun as well mm-hmm. and just yeah I was so I felt again I had to sort of battle through some massive imposter syndrome as well and be like well what the hell am I talking about like what like what the hell do I have to say on this subject and bloody create a powerpoint and what the hell yeah. <laughs> and and again i think it was just like a good exercise in believing in yourself and i know that i've got something to say just like everybody's exactly. got something to say like and we all deserve a chance to Same. to say what we we've got to say
0: but the thing <laughs> so. is is like what i've been telling mom black brown people Because when we get invited into these white spaces, there is that, as you say, imposter syndrome, and what do I have to say, and putting on a performance, and so we're accepted and also liked. But the thing is, is what I keep saying, is like, we are the experts of our own experience. That is what we are bringing. That That's, is and, what we're bringing.
1: And as long as you're not... And you know what you... You always know if you're sort of being invited and you're just sort of being used as a sort of token, token. or mm-hmm. as a... as a To fill the quota or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether or not you're still engage because you think that it actually still... It's good to make those connections and still good to spread, like, spread the word. Absolutely fine, but... Mm-hmm absolutely like you say you are the expert of your own experience and that is enough that is yes. absolutely yes enough. that <laughs> is enough. Are enough and as long as you've done the work and the presentation you know
0: isn't yeah. shoddy but well, that's fine exactly exactly <laughs> Second one. It's like, and if you know That you brought yourself, your your whole self, your true self, to the proceedings, then you can go away and think, yeah, cha, job well done. Don't don't care what you say. I did a good job. Honestly, Sherry, and I felt
1: that piece of myself. I was really proud because also, you know, through after the kind of you know during the pandemic, I sort Mm. of had to really sit and think what my next steps were, because I was planning to do more work with my Earth for All stuff, Mm. you know, Mm. kind of build on uh, the previous summer's workshops and festivals and things, which was really fun and the kind of beginning, lots of stuff that happened within the launch of that. And then I kind of ended up doing more... The things that I was doing with Earth for All sort of came... Sort of started to blend more and more with the green, soul, grey stuff. Mm -hmm. So kind of ended up sort of just amalgamating it all. Mm -hmm. And thinking, you know, having to have like a real rethink about what it was that I was sort of doing and putting out. But then also realising that everything is fluid. Like, I don't have to kind of, like, you know... Oh. It down and explain it or kind of define it, and I think as well, you know, I think the biggest thing that made me realize again about sort of social media like this kind of like is when I had to, when I was sort of changing my bio on Instagram and being like, okay, well, how do I convey like everything that I do, but then making sure that people know exactly what it is mm-hmm. that I offer, you know, not kind of excluding anything or not kind of like whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, like I can't, I don't think that my work or whatever it is that I do don't feel that it has to fit in like you know 130 characters or however you know mm. much it is that's okay and that's yeah. all right and if it changes it changes like if it, it you know progresses it progresses if it you know expands it expands and it's fluid yeah it's absolutely fluid and to respect yeah. that and to lean into that exactly yeah. like you say and enjoy it it's it's a it's a
0: positive thing and it's mirror in nature yeah,
1: exactly it's, and that's you know full circle in terms of just the if there's ever you know you needed another sort of reason to kind of appreciate and ground yourself in nature is to remind yourselves of just the cyclical you know the cyclical process of it and to know where there are times of bloom and times of just like quiet hibernation times of just small tendrils of hope and you know just poking mm-hmm. out in sort of springtime like it's it's there, it shows us everything of how sort of our cycles as humans should be. Yeah. But we've just got very much out of touch with that exactly. and to enjoy that, yeah. yeah. And times where you just might be laying low a little bit and quiet and kind of hibernating and mm. times when you're just out there all the time, every day every day posting, every day on <laughs> stories. And then <laughs> times when you don't see me no. for three months, but that's exactly.
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I'm noticing the time. So we're coming up to the end, but I'm glad you mentioned Green Soul Grace. Which is yeah. your website, and yeah. you've got an integrated shop there. I do. And so, like the, the thing that I usually say is like, "What's your offerings?" But what I wanna also say is like, which is a two two prong attack here, because I noticed that yeah. you've got a zero waste starter kit.
1: I do, yeah. And
0: I see the designs. They're African print or Kenyan print, yeah. So, like, so there's so there's two things here. Tell everyone about your shop or your offerings there. But then also, I'm interested in what are your links, your heritage links. You mentioned Southwest, where your mum's from,
1: yeah. yeah what else? and then where where else that would be so yeah. okay so first of all so in the green Gray grace shop we have a collection of things which is ever expanding we've got some new things coming soon Ooh. of items that i wanted to create that would connect you with nature in the sense of the materials used for some of them so like bamboo mm-hmm and so connect you with nature but also help you reduce the amount of waste that you produce day to day so kind of trying to eliminate the sing- the unnecessary single-use plastic because that's also something that i've had to relearn and think about where mm-hmm. there is a massive push of trying to say you know like oh single-use plastic all plastic's bad and various things but there are a lot of people with varying you know disabilities and kind of like physical impairments that require single-use plastics for for hygiene for medical things for ease of use and stuff Mm -hmm. and for comfort so I know that I have to also be mindful about understanding the different people's needs and requirements for 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 plastic and sort of understanding that they can't just be this blanket thing but separate conversation but so things to kind of limit the amount of waste that you might produce so that's bags for just day-to-day life and shopping, snack bags, reusable cutlery sets. And soon we're going to have these really, really lovely bigger sort of bread bags as well, like sort of lined with linen and things. Yes. I love, be, bread, yes I love
0: bread, me. I love bread.
1: Honestly, honestly, I've, I'm just a bread, bread monster. <laughs> but um, so that's that. And then kind of going to be also going into some other stuff soon and sort of just expanding in that way. And then in terms of the print, I think it was just really, really important for me, again, like we were talking about before, about making sure that people, you know, the aesthetic of waste reduction is also very, very whitewashed. And it's also kind of a very particular style, again, nothing wrong with it, but makes you sort of feel that that's the only kind of way that you can do or engage in this lifestyle again you don't need to buy anything to live a life of less that's the irony that people make you think. you know green capitalism and greenwashed capitalism makes you think you need to buy stuff Mm. but there are things that are investments that definitely help with your journey make things easier so when you do want to buy something you know to buy good quality things that will last but having african prints just the vibrancy and the joy that you just get from looking at them, first of all, to just add color to your day, but to also just sort of bring together the different worlds of kind of, of living where it's like, yes, sustainable and, you know, make it fashion, like, you know, sustainable, but bright, sustainable. And, and to kind of be like, just we're out here, just also being part of this conversation and 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 embracing all the different heritages heritage is that the plural heritage heritage I know it's heritages <laughs> that we that we have and and enjoying it and enjoying it and it's just like how how do you just not get filled with joy when you look at those prints and just mm-hmm. enjoy and it also means that that you know I used to get them made through an absolutely fabulous seamstress, a woman called Emma, who runs Mama Luna Yoni Steam. I don't know if you've come across her, mm. but she's incredible, makes her own Yoni steaming thrones and stuff. And she makes them here. And then because of my connections, so my partner, well, by now, actually, as of yesterday, my fiance. Ooh, makes congrats,
0: them. congrats! You <laughs> kept that under wraps! Well done, congratulations!
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. He is, <laughs> he is, um, he is Ghanaian, and he, even though I've been to Ghana and I went separate to him didn't go together but so I made my own connections and I was like actually I'd really like to sort of set something up that supports and creates a fosters a connection there so now I get my things made in Ghana oh. and um which is really really lovely so that's his heritage my heritage is Jamaican and English mm-hmm. so my mum's English from the southwest originally And from Somerset specifically, and so I've got really wonderful, very sort of good memories and connections and existing, you know, present connections Mm. to that part of the part of the country my dad was from jamaica and again really lovely connections from there but so just sort of bringing in all of the stuff you know like just yeah enjoying the sort of different ways that we can be sustainable and think about sustainability through Mm. the lens of our own experiences and our own heritage and our own cultures and enjoying that that's the sort of biggest thing that I want to kind of encourage and display and and show and just also just the fact that I am on a journey and that's why I'm very very specific like always kind of specific to say it's a journey of holistic sustainability it's not to holistic sustainability because there's no definite end and it's fluid because you know at the moment I'm the what's happening in my life doesn't necessarily facilitate the kind of way that I would like to be making a lot more of my own food or kind of shopping at particular places like I'm doing a lot more for convenience and kind of ease because everything is very chaotic and mm-hmm. that is totally acceptable because that is life yeah. and I'm not going to be filled with guilt I do yeah. absolutely what I can when I can and trying to find the lowest waste option possible mm-hmm. within my circumstances and that is the thing that all you can kind of all you can kind of lead by and yeah, and that's sort of what you know. But then that's why sometimes even myself, I get that kind of thing in my head of thinking like, oh, am I like a fraud? I'm not even like shopping at the zero waste shop at the moment because of blah blah blah. And it's like no, because that's this is life and this yeah, is reality. This is and then as this, there's this amazing chef called not she's not chef or well, she's this called Zero Waste Chef Anne-Marie somebody, I can't remember her last name, but she's amazing and has mm. got a massive following. But she says, we don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need yeah. millions of people doing zero waste imperfectly. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I'm one of those people who's, you know, doing it imperfectly, but doing what I can. Yeah. And if other people can be encouraged to do that by just me sharing the bits and pieces of my life and anything that I've learned along the way, and if it helps them, mm-hmm. then I've succeeded in exactly. just like, that's all I want. That's yeah. all I want. That's all I'm out here trying to do.
0: Yeah. And, and <laughs> I, I totally appreciate it. And it is a practice. It is yeah. a practice, just like everything in life, isn't everything.
1: it? Everything, and it's just
0: um, a mindset, and just,
1: and it's, if it comes from a place of joy, as opposed to a place of guilt and yes. anxiety, then the yeah. results will be much more consistent,
0: Yeah,
1: you know, you will be you'll be filled with so much sense of a purpose, more sense of purpose doing it, rather than feeling, oh God, I have to do this, because or else I'm going to be judged by the zero waste community or, the or whatever as, <laughs> like, as opposed to like oh amazing like i know that i've reduced my waste by this amount because i reused this and because i didn't buy this and i mm-hmm. could find a purpose for this how wonderful mm-hmm. you know yeah. that's 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 how it should be that's, that's how, how it should, should be, be. And
0: <laughs> but my word has been also to just offer myself that grace of like I don't, Definitely. I don't get it right all the time. So <laughs> oh, so on, so on oh, that, you know, you. I offer you some grace, grace. Oh, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> and Sherry. please accept it. But <laughs> well, I'd just like to say thank you. Thank you oh. for sharing so openly and honestly. And it's been so <laughs> lovely. It's just been like, you know, we could chat for hours. Very well, we good,
1: <laughs> and I really hope we do again. And I'm I do, so. Too just overjoyed to connect with you and I and I really feel excited for just future connections and future conversations just honestly it's
0: made my day thank
1: you so much
0: thank you thank Thank you you.